What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen. This is season three, the very first episode of Joshua's Proximity. Before I even get started, man, I just want to give a huge shout out to all of my supporters, man. Whether you're listening on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever the case may be. Just a huge shout out to you guys, man. Wouldn't be here without you. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, Before I get into the greatest four games I think we have ever witnessed in a divisional round, or really just the, the greatest stretch of football from select few games in NFL history, I want to talk about quarterback play. Now, it is the playoffs, and I believe personally – this is how you win games when it comes to playoffs. One, obviously your defense has to be lights out. I mean, there is no secret to it. Defense wins championships. But two, I also believe that your quarterback has to at least be top five in the playoffs or playing at a top five level when it comes to the postseason. Now, Josh, what the hell do you mean by that? Now, what I mean by that is, if you go look at Nick Foles when the Eagles won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, was Nick Foles playing in the top five level? Now, you can answer that for yourself. You saw what the team was doing. You saw what they was doing against the Vikings. You saw what Nick Foles did against the Patriots, putting up 40-plus points. In the postseason, it is all about quarterback play. And I have two games that really magnify – quarterback play at its finest the first one is the Bengals versus the Titans now I don't know how many people watched this game but it was an excellent game 19 to 16 final score Cincinnati Bengals beat the Tennessee Titans Ryan Tannehill was 15 of 24 one touchdown three interceptions and a QBR of 10 when you look at the other game the 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say the game wasn't on Aaron Rodgers. But if you really want to look at it, the game was on Aaron Rodgers. He's now going to be a four-time MVP, and his defense held the 49ers to 13 points. Aaron Rodgers went for a measly – he went 20 of 29, 225 yards, and a QBR of 19. Now, the 225 yards, 75 of those yards came from one pass to Aaron Jones. So if you take away the 75 yards, he's 20, he's 19 of 28, 150, and a QBR of 19. Is that championship football? Hell, his defense played lights out. You are going to be the MVP of this season, and you can only spot me 10 points. It's not good enough. I don't care what you say. Outside of that first drive that they scored a touchdown for the remaining 49 minutes, 35 seconds, Aaron Rodgers put up three points. This is a four-time MVP that we are talking about. 49 minutes, 35 seconds, three points. It comes down to quarterback play when we are talking postseason and trying to achieve championship, a championship. Uh, uh, what's his name? Matthew Stafford 
He balled out against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they would have lost, it wouldn't have been on Matthew Stafford. I can admit that. I can admit that Matthew Stafford, he's balling right now. You know, I'm not going to hate. I still don't believe that he will. I don't even believe he will beat the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. But that's neither here nor there. But he balled. Tom Brady played awful against the Rams. But he cranked it up in the fourth quarter. He got his team in winning position. But guess what? The defense sold the bag. Aaron Rodgers, it was the exact opposite. His defense balled, and he sold the bag. Ryan Tannehill, he sold the bag. A QBR of 10. He had the lowest QBR of all of the quarterbacks. And what did Joey B do? He threw for what? Over 300 yards. Got his team in position. He turned the ball over, but that interception really wasn't on him. Ryan Tannehill, Aaron Rodgers, you you really stunk it up. Postseason comes down to these two things. Defense and your quarterback needs to be top five or at least playing at top five level. But I just want to switch it up just a little bit. Let's talk about the non-vacant coaching spots in the National Football League. Um, Right now, Sean Payton just announced that he is not coming back as a head coach of the New Orleans Saints. He is a one-time Super Bowl champ, one-time coach of the year. He has nine 10-win seasons. He has a 63-win percentage, and he has 152 regular season wins. So right now, the nine vacancies are the New Orleans Saints, the Chicago Bears, the New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, the Las Vegas Raiders, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Denver Broncos, and the Houston Texans. Now, there are only one black coach. There is only one NFL head coach that is black. He plays, He coaches for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, out of these nine spots, how many do we believe is going to be filled with a black head coach? Now, there's some quality coaches out there. Brian Flores, who I believe did an excellent job. If it's me and I'm the New Orleans Saints, you got to take a look at him. You got to pick up Brian Flores. You have the defense. You got quarterback. You got the running back. I believe that the Saints will sign Brian Flores. Um, there's some more teams out there with talent. The Minnesota Vikings. The, the, the Raiders. When you look at even the Jags. Even the Dolphins. The Dolphins, they finished off with eight win, eight out of nine wins. Eight, They won the last eight of their nine games. I'm tripping. But I believe that at least half of these jobs need to be filled with a black head coach. There's just no way in the league that there are 70% black athletes playing in the National Football League. And there's less than 10%, less than 5% is a head coach right now. It's just not going to get it done in the National Football League. And I believe on the lower, it might be a microcosm of society, if we're just being honest. How many black CEOs are we seeing? How many black executives are we seeing? How many black general managers are we seeing? I believe that sports are a microcosm of society, and this is one glaring thing when you look at the NFL Black players are good enough to to play football, but they're not good enough to coach. Where's the correlation? Right now, the best player in the National Football League is black. 
whether that's Aaron Donald or Patrick Mahomes, whatever way you want to go. So they're not good enough to coach? Come on, NFL, do better, man. Now, I told you that we would get back to these games. So let's talk about the games on this weekend. I went 3-1 on the weekend. No, did I go 3-1? Yeah, I went 3-1 on the weekend. My only loss was the Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, as much trash as I talk about the Los Angeles Rams, this team is built to win, and they're built to win big, man. I went for them, even though I was kind of hoping on their downfall, praying on their downfall on the low. The Cincinnati Bengals, I believe they would win simply because of the quarterback play. And no, I actually I went I went two and two on this on this weekend. I believe that the Green Bay Packers would have won, but I said if it's close late, the 49ers would win it because I already know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do postseason. He's just not going to get the job done. And it, it was ever glaring. But these games exceeded all expectations. The NFL won this past weekend. They won on Saturday night, and they won on Sunday, Sunday evening. 30-27 Rams versus the Bucks, 42-36 Kansas City over the Bills, 19-16 Cincinnati Bengals over the Tennessee Titans, and 13-10 the Green Bay Packers. This is what we are looking for when we're talking about the best sports of all time. Uh, the AFC Championship game is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The NFC Championship game is going to be the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. And this is what we were all expecting the NFL would look like. That Kansas City versus the Buffalo Bills games, it was so explosive, so high, so it just blew everybody's mind, man. I think that we are starting to see – I don't want to even give Brady and uh, Peyton Manning this type, of, this type of love, man. I think that the, the Mahomes versus Josh Allen, it's on another level, bro. They're mobile. They can make any throw. We know Brady versus Manning, it was more of a chess, ma- chess match game. The Allen versus Mahomes, it's who can throw it further. It's who, who can fit in a tighter window. It's whose team can score more points. When it came to the Brady and Manning conversation, it was always who's going to, you know, the chess match. What defense is going to step up? Not with these guys. 13 seconds wasn't – it wasn't – it was still enough time for Patrick Mahomes to take his team downfield in two plays and kick a field goal to send in the overtime, man. Brady versus Manning – if you give them 13 seconds, I don't believe personally that they would move their team into field goal range with those with with this type of stakes. I just don't see it happening, man. We saw it with Brady in the Super Bowl against the 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 Giants twice and even against the Eagles, he didn't get it done. And he had more than 13 seconds. These two guys, these two young guns, they are the future of the NFL. The NFL is moving away from this standstill quarterback, Brady was the last one. They're going into a, a more mobile more mobile quarterback. When you look at what Patrick Mahomes did, over 400 yards. When you look at what Josh Allen did, over four, touched, four, four touchdowns as well. This is what the NFL is going to look like. 
you're going to start seeing more black quarterbacks emerging. You're going to start seeing more white quarterbacks that can run. And the big arm, man. The AFC is in good hands. The NFL is in good hands. The AFC, these are the five quarterbacks right now that are top five and can change the franchise at any time. Lamar Jackson, no particular order, obviously. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen. The NFC, we got some, we got some, some time to develop, man. I think right now the only young gun that we got is Kyler Murray, maybe. Um, yeah, we got we got a lot of working to do on the NFC side of the football, but that's besides the point. And I believe these championship games, we might see the same type of stuff. The 49ers already got the Rams number this year. They beat them twice already. They're going back to L.A. to play them again. The Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs, the Bengals already have their number. They they struggle with offensive line protection, but, man, they got a quarterback that can make all the throws. Man, they got, a, they got receivers that can go the distance at any time, man. Um, so let me go ahead and just make my predictions right now as we're sitting here talking. The Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I said on Facebook, I'm going to show you a little screenshot for my viewers on YouTube. I said that the Bengals will go and win the championship. And I believe the way that the Kansas City Chiefs played, the, the Cincinnati Bengals might not have a shot. They don't have the defense to stop them. They have the offense to compete with them. But I doubt that they have the defense to stop them, man. But I'm going to still stick with my pick. I will go the Bengals over the Kansas City Chiefs 34-31 to 31 in an amazing game, uh, in an NFC championship game. I still believe that Matthew Stafford is still not that guy. I think this week he's going to be he, – he was making some great throws against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I believe this week it all comes crashing down. I think that their defensive front is going to get to him a lot more than what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, the edge rushing Joey Bosa, and just how they can get to the quarterback at any given time, man. Um, I like the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers, man. I, I like the 49ers in a 27-20 type of ball game. I believe that they have all the pieces, man. They have all the pieces to, to repeat and go back to the championship two of the last three years. So, um, nah, I'm being a hater right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put my bias aside. The Rams are going to the Super Bowl. We're going to see a Bengal versus the Los Angeles Rams Super Bowl, and it's going to be explosive. But <laughs> I'm going to stop hating, man. But that's all I really got to say, man. Aaron Rodgers, this L was on you. Postseason, it comes down to two things, man. Don't forget this. Quarterback play and defensive play, man. So without further ado, that concludes season three, episode one of Josh's Proximity. Looking forward to you guys after the championship weekend. This divisional round was the best round of football I think that we've ever seen. Josh's Proximity, we out.